Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone going? Mm-hmm. Cool. Five, four. Oh, for fuck's sake. Shut up. Hello everyone and welcome to the Roker Report podcast. It's Gav here again and you're joining us after a summoned loss, I guess. We lost 0-0 in the uh, Carabao Cup against Hull City. Um, finished on penalties. We got beat, but I don't feel too bad about it. So I've convened a few of the lads together and we're going to have a chat and see if everyone's on the same page. And join us today, I've got Bomber. How we doing, mate? Yeah, good, Gav. Thanks. You all right? Yeah, not bad. And Gary over in Ireland, how are you? Brilliant, thanks, Gav, yeah. Good man. So, yeah, I mean, I do actually feel quite positive after watching that. Um, I don't know about you two lads, but for me, the performance itself was really, really good, I thought. I thought on another day we would add two or three goals at least. Um, but ultimately we couldn't put our chances away and then came the penalty shootout straight after full-time and we lost it. And to be honest, I'm not really bothered about going out the cup. Um, Bomber, how do you feel about what you watched today? Yeah, pretty much the same, to be fair, Gav. Um, I, I said on the preview pod earlier in the week that I would take going out of the cup on penalties as long as we put in a, a good performance. And I think Paul said something similar. It's, it's the, if we were to go out, it was the manner in which we go out. You know, the season being as it is, um, the, the the fixture list is going to be congested enough anyway. We're not going to win the Carabao Cup. So it, it's a handful of fixtures that we could quite honestly do without. Mm. Um, the performance itself was was decent. Um, a little bit toothless up front um, in terms of the finishing, um, but some very, very good performances. Um, and like I said, it's one of those defeats, if you like, if we're calling it a defeat, that, that you can stomach and swallow and actually say, yeah, there's some there's some positives to come out of that. Yeah, the, the fixture congestion point's a good one, actually. I noticed that um, there, there's going to be four game weeks for the AFL Cup in this month. So you're talking about adding like you know an extra three games in September. Mm. Um, which we could really do without, I imagine. Um, yeah, the, the the good start to the season is a bigger mm, priority. Exactly. Yeah, Gary. What about you? Then I mean, we've we've kind of covered off there that we felt we didn't put our chances away. I mean, how uh, how worrying is that? Is, is it is is it something to be worried about? It can be worrying. Obviously, goals decide games. At the end of the day, you know, we we played fantastic as far as I'm concerned. The amount of chances mm-hmm. we created was positive. Um, I, there was a slight change to the formation as well, as far as I could see. I think we played. It looked as though O'Brien was playing up with Grig, yeah, with yeah, McGuire kind of Roman behind him as opposed yeah, to anything else, yeah. and then George Dobson playing that bit deeper behind him. So at least it's not just more of the same, you know. At the end of the day, there he's he's gone away from the four three three. That kind of it worked to a certain extent last season, but you know it was nice that there was a slight change because again, even in preseason, he was very four three three with it. Um, but I 
yeah, I'm really positive, really, really positive after today, considering it was a nil all draw. Um, I suppose chances, chances created, there was probably more today than we've we've seen in a game for for quite a while. So that's a positive. But yeah, to to go back to what you were saying, if we if we can get somebody who can actually put the ball in the back of the net, we'll be absolutely flying. I listen to you say four three three all day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you you say that about um putting the chances away. Will Grigg had a couple, not too much, I would say, but he did okay today. But my, what, what, what I mean, are you, are you how are you feeling about the striker situation? Obviously, um, O'Brien looks quite busy, but he doesn't look like an all out finisher. He looks like somebody who's more of a foil for a Grigg type. Um, are you, I I mean, how how worried should we be about that? Is it is it something to be worried about? It's 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 starting to be. Um, you know, we we only scored one against Harrogate. Um, we we failed to score today. All right, the two games before that, we we scored three. But they're again, they're against opposition that you'd expect to score at least three goals against. Um, I think the important thing that for me to take away for, from from Grig today is that he he put the ball in the back of the net. All right, he was offside. I I'm not sure whether it was offside. To be honest, I haven't watched. I've only watched it back on the one replay on the stream, but. You know, the, he's found the back of the net with with an attempt which didn't count. Um, it was a good finish, though. Actually, it was a good fair, finish. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a little bit more Grig esque um, as as we hoped he'd be. Um, but yeah, in terms of O'Brien, again, he he worked hard. He did that sexy little pirouette um, in the middle of the park, and just uh, before that, took Honeyman out of the game with a little shimmy, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's clearly a very very tidy player. But you're you're right. He's not going to be the you know. 15, 20 goal a season, man, I don't think at this stage that that is what we need. Um, and essentially, it's been the difference between us going up and not for the last two seasons. Mm. Um, so, yeah, then you, you, you question whether Danny Graham's going to be that person. Um, oh, God, a, don't say that name, please. Yeah. yeah, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not convinced at the minute that that combination of, of Grig, White, Graham and O'Brien is going to provide enough goals. Um, like I said, it's early days and I, I stand to be corrected and I'll hold my hands up if so. Um, but in terms of the play, the all-round play, the striking play, it was a lot better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grig seemed a lot more interested and his movement was good. He seemed a little bit sharper. Um, he did seem quite slow. There was a couple of balls he ran in behind where he seemed to be running in treacle a little bit. But um, yeah, I was I was much more pleased with, with Grig today than I have been in, you know, the last season and a half mm. of, of having him. As as Bomber said there, after the pirouette from O'Brien as well, when he turned into Lionel Messi, <laughs> he set Greg away and Greg, to follow on what he said, looked very, very slow, to be honest with you. Although fitter, looking and working harder, he looked quite slow on, on the breakaway. Mm. What did you make of the defensive performance? I know we've... Um... We've we've talked a lot about the attack there, Gary, but the the defence seemed pretty um organised today, I would say. I think Bailey Wright had a good game. There was one moment for me where um he nearly ended George Honeyman's career when he kinda <laughs> yeah. it was a heavy touch from Honeyman and he absolutely thundered through the ball and took Honeyman with him. And uh, you know. Um Will Willis quite good on the ball, carrying it out. Flanagan not so great, but to be fair oh, there's my dog. Not so great with bringing the ball out and doing his thing. But I mean otherwise did alright, didn't we at the back? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, very solid. Um, it was it was quite refreshing to see how comfortable I suppose Bailey Wright and Jordan Willis are on the ball again. You know, it's it's been a long summer. Um, and obviously we're used to from previous years having the likes of Baldwin or Flanagan having it at their feet, and you kind of have a little 
little heartbreaking moment every time they touch the ball where with the the lads that are there now I suppose it, it's far more reassuring and then I think having O'Neill and Hume at the wing back positions as well although they track back when needed it's fantastic having them with the ability to go forward too yeah, Bailey Wright's an absolute. He looks like he's going to be a Rolls Royce of a defender at this level, doesn't he? Just um, keep him fit. I, I, Just need to keep him fit. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the that's the important thing. I did think Flanagan. He he still worries me. He still worries me. You know, he mm. he he does give his all. You can't you can't deny that. As a couple of times he went flying into tackles, but when he's on the ball, if you've got a quick player closing him down, he just he just panics. He just panics, yeah. and there's a couple of times he gave the ball away in potentially quite dangerous positions um so that that does worry me but I think on the whole as a defensive unit I think we were very very good I don't think really Hull ever looked like scoring today no. it was just whether or not we could finish our chances um I did I did like the formation so it, w- it was quite clearly a 3-5-2 but it was quite fluid in that it, it never dropped back into a into like a 5-3-2 so what you were finding is that either one of the fullbacks, depending on which side of the pitch we were on, either 09 or Hume was, was going out and pressing the ball. And then one of the, the left or the right centre-back was pushing out as a fullback. And then the other wing-back was dropping in to be the other fullback. So it almost yeah. it was almost a, black, a, a back four when we were defending um, with one of the wing-backs going on to press the ball, which I thought was, was good. It was nice just to see something different than just, OK, we've lost the ball. Let's sit fa- back to a flat-back five and, and try and win it back. Yeah. Yeah, I actually quite enjoyed watching um, um, the, the the little battle between Hume and Emmanuel on the left hand side. I, I, to be fair, I think the whole fullback came out better of that. Um, mm. But Denver did have a good Guadam, and I mean it's um, it's it's nice to see somebody finally match him for pace at this level because uh, quite more often than not, he he he, he just toasts the the fullbacks at this level because they're, they're not of that build um yeah. but yeah not not a bad performance really across the back and we have obviously got Arbonit Jamali to come into the team I hope I got mm-hmm. that right um at some point so yeah um good signs I guess uh, what I want to move on to actually is um player ratings so I thought we'd drop this in on the reaction pod today we're going to go through <laughs> take a player at a time we'll go we'll go um I don't know we'll start with Gary then you bomber than me. We'll take a player each and we'll uh, we'll okay. give them a rating out of ten and, and explain why. So uh, starting at the top, Lee Burge bomber. How do you think he played? Uh, I don't. Th- he did, he wasn't really tested to be fair, so it's difficult to say. There were there were a couple of times where he's he was under a little bit of pressure with kicks and he's kicked it out of play for a throw in inside our own half. Mm. Um, but other than that, he didn't really put a foot wrong. There was one incident actually saying that in the second half where I think Hume played a ball back. And he got in a bit of a mix-up with Bailey Wright and they almost kind of snuck in behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing spectacular, but nothing particularly wrong. You know, it's a, it's a solid six, I guess. Yeah, yeah. A little bit shaky with his kicking, but otherwise all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Denver Hume, Gary, where, where did you mark him out of 10? There was a couple of times Denver, like he, he was solid as far as I'm concerned, you know, but a couple of times he had some really, really, really nice interplay himself, Max Power, and, and I think it was O'Brien had a lovely kind of neat little exchange that set Hume away that he then had a lovely cross in the, the cross went to the, the penalty spot but there was nobody there but it's just really really nice play I suppose I go with a 7 or an 8 I suppose mid 7s for, for Denver today I thought he was very tidy yeah I, I'll um, pick up with um, Tom Flanagan I'll to be honest I think I'll probably go more towards the uh, a six again with Flanagan again. It would be difficult to mark anyone lower than a six in the defence for uh, 
I consider him a kept a clean sheet, but he yeah. uh, of the three centre halves probably not the best um performance. And to be honest, I'm expecting him to become now a, a either a backup player or a utility player covering different positions because I think it's quite clear and obvious that um we've brought in Jamali to play left centre half. So yeah, next player Bailey Wright bomber. Uh yeah, he's he's a solid. He he's 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 going to be again. I don't think he was ever really under an awful lot of pressure, but that 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 job he did on Tommy's before he went off um, injured, I think was was pretty good. Um, you could see Eves was getting pretty frustrated, um, and it, you know Bailey Wright just basically had him on toast for for that whole first period that he was on. So we'll just give him a twelve bomber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll give, yeah. So you know, a clean sheet, so and a solid performance, and you could see he just organised and, and commanded, not just the 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 back three or five, but also. Um, Good communication with Burge as well, so I'd be happy to give him an eight. Yeah, Jordan Willis, Gary. Willis today again, he gone forward. He was quite well, quite quite good, you know. Um, in defence, everybody was solid as we said. So, so there was nothing spectacular that Willis done that really really stood out to get any higher than a seven, I suppose. Um, but solid enough that you can't go any less than a seven. He yeah. did have that wayward shot as well, didn't he? Remember in the first <laughs> yeah, half. Yeah. <laughs> The one that looked like it may have been deflected, but just wasn't. It yeah, was just a really poor shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Luke O'Neill. I'm probably going to give him a six. I think, to be honest, I thought he was poor going forward, but he, he, he you, ne- you can never fault his effort. And I thought defensively he did okay. Um, I just wish sometimes he's he was better in the final third because he does a great job of getting in behind and linking up with the midfielders. You know, he, he, it's kind of always that one-two, putting him in behind. And then once he gets in behind, sometimes his crosses are a bit tame or he really hasn't really got mm. the, the ability to deliver on it. So, yeah, probably a six from Luke nine, I would say. Um, yeah, it's a strange one with him, isn't it? Because yeah. he's, he's, he's clearly got the brain for it because he gets himself into those positions, but he just lets himself down sometimes in that that final ball or that, that in that final third. Yeah, not not always, though, because like I say, he, no, he, no, he, no. Does get, he does get his... His fair share of assists or second assists, you know, he does get involved in the goals. But I mean, yeah, hmm. the score that's fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, with that free yeah, kick, yeah. The free kick that was crossed the header. Yeah, I forgot about mm. that. Um, moving into midfield, then Max Power, he was captain today. Uh, how do how do you rate him, Baba? Yeah, um, captain's performance was solid. It seemed that anything, anything, a lot of a lot of our good stuff went through him. Um, I think him and um, Denver. Uh, paired up pretty well you know that, that that partnership was was pretty good anything certainly in the first half the majority of chances that we created and times we got into Hull's box was through Denver via Max Power um, you know again didn't really put a foot wrong I can't remember him giving the ball away too many times unnecessarily so you know he's a he's a solid high six low seven for me I'll, I'll go I'll go as far as a seven yeah yeah and I think you've got a to- Notice penalty as well. It was a good penalty. Um, yeah, it was a good pen. Yeah. Uh, God, who played next? George Dobson, Gary. Um, yeah, I thought Dobson was solid today. You know, he's playing a little bit deeper. He had a couple of really, really nice outlet passes out wide. Um, obviously he did have the one chance that he nearly left us tight at the back. Um, he had a wayward kind of touch at the edge of the box that led led to a a fast break. That thankfully, um, who was it took one for the team? Denver Hume ended up coming across and fouling yeah so to, to pull the play back but with Dobson I suppose six to a seven as well probably on the lower sixes um but he's always impressive with his passing he's a different level of kind of passing for the league that we're in uh for his age he's very kind of composed with 
looking for wide passes. So yeah, it was mm. six to a seven. Yeah, some of his diags were good today, I thought. And I, I'm not yeah. like a massive fan of George Dobson, I'll be honest. But yeah, today I think he did okay. He does look a lot, a lot better in that deeper position where he's able to pick up the ball and, and have a little bit more time on it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Tip of the midfield was Chris Maguire um, playing as a as a Roman kind of playmaker. Um, <clears throat> to be honest, I don't think he was in the game a great deal. Uh, early doors he was, anyways. He, he, he got on the ball and tried to move the ball around. But, I mean, as the game wore on, he... Yeah, he kind of petered out in the second half, I think. So I think I'll give him a six. But um, I would have kept him on the pitch with penalties in mind. That's one thing we didn't get onto when we were talking about the game earlier. But I just found the substitutes really strange today. Just the timing of them waiting until the 75th minute. I don't know mm. um, whether that was just with fitness in mind or, or what. But yeah, Maguire coming off after 75 minutes when we were heading into penalties does seem a little strange to me. But yeah, so six out of ten for Chris Maguire. Um, next up... Aidan O'Brien playing up top. Uh, how do you rate him, Bomber? I think he, he he did okay today. He did okay, yeah. So I think um, he he would be, again, he did really well without really, well, you know, he should he should have gotten the score sheet. He's one of the few that should have gotten the score sheet today. But his his work and his endeavour up front, I think he was a good foil for, for Will Grigg. And I think Will Grigg's improved performance was down to him having someone up top with him. Um, like I said, you can see you can see he's got a lot about him. He's a he's a good footballer. He's comfortable on the ball. Um, he, he he closed down well, and you know just just for that pirouette alone, that that being, brings him <laughs> up a point. So you know he's a he's a he's a seven again for me. Yeah, his his movement seems on another level. Uh, maybe why yeah. you know. So yeah, I, I did enjoy watching him today. And uh, finally, Will Grigg, Gary. Yeah, I thought Will Grigg done pretty well today. To be honest with you, for all the stick that he gets. Um... He had the ball in the back of the net. I know you mentioned once earlier, but he had the ball in the back of the net twice, actually. There was one within a couple of seconds, wasn't there? I think it was, there was an offside or a foul from 09. And, and Greg oh, yeah, of in. course. Yeah, I forgot he put that one yeah, in. Yeah, a couple yeah. of seconds in. But, like, you had the other chance there where he pressured. He was pressuring defenders, which is... He looks interested, like we said. Uh, he won the ball back, and the, there was a little cross into O'Brien. It was just slightly too high. Mm. Where I think if it had been, had been rolled across on the... On the ground, it would have been a tap in for O'Brien to score. Um, it was probably I think it was about twenty five minutes in. So for all the stick that he gets, I'd, I suppose an eight. It might be a little bit high considering he didn't score, register a goal anyway. Mm. Um, but I think I suppose it would be be fair. I suppose to go high sevens, eights. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. Like, like I said, they might not have counted, but he's had the ball in the back of the net twice. Yeah. Um. I worked his socks off. Yeah, I forgot about O'Bri- when I was talking about O'Brien as well. That one-on-one that he missed was a bit ghastly, wasn't it? Dragged the wide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you've yeah. got to, you've got to be at least getting those on target, haven't you? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll rate the subs in. I didn't think White or Gooch did anything great when they came on, so I'll give them both fives. I mean, Gooch, um, the one moment he had where I th- he should have done better was that passing behind the Denver Hume it was just far too mm. hard no it wasn't really weighted very well at all um and could have changed the game had he had he have played a decent pass Wyke just too soft I mean I, I know it's not much to go off in what 15 minutes or so yeah. but the difference between him and O'Brien in that role as a as a secondary striker holding the ball up etc just different gravy for me o, uh, O'Brien today and Wyke mm-hmm. maybe had there was one where somebody went through the back of him far too easily and he yeah, I just wish he. I wish he was a lot stronger. That he looks like a big lad, but he just doesn't put his head about enough. So yeah, yeah. Two, two fives for me. Man, the match then. Um, I'm 
going to sit on the fence and wait and see what you two lads say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go on, then, go on then, Gary. You go first. <laughs> nah, Ooh. I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll I'll stick me stick me oar in one, then I'll see. Uh, oh, O'Brien played well. Greg played well, but yeah, I'm 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 stuck. If I'm honest, Bailey Wright probably for me. Just kept a clean sheet. His first, I think he played a full ninety, didn't he? Um did, and yeah. and just to me, if the, in a game where there wasn't many real standout performances, I wouldn't say I think I think Bailey Wright was probably top of that list for me. So yeah, Bailey Wright gets my man the match. What about you, Gary? Yeah, well, look, Bailey Wright, he was his composure is just next level for the the league that we're in, you know. Um, so it would either be Bailey Wright or potentially, like I said, Will Gregg. Um, uh, and and no, I'm not a massive fan. Uh, I probably sound like a fanboy today, but um. Have to give it to him. Give him the credit where credit is due. Um, he worked his socks off. So Bailey Wright or Will Grigg today? You got to pick one or the other. You can't just say it. You can't have two. Right, we'll go with Will Grigg because we'll split the difference. <laughs> right, so one one vote for Grigg. I'm going to split the difference. Oh, not split the difference, but throw a couple of um, throw a couple of different names in there. So for me, I think on first half performance, Denver Heem would be be my man of the match. Everything everything good that we did tended to go through him, um, and he was he was pretty on it in that first half. Um, but overall, I'd also say Dobson in that slightly deeper role um, deserves a credit as well. So I'd probably give it to one of them. If I had to get off the fence, then I would probably say Denver Hume would be, would be mine. Interesting. Interesting. So we mm. can't decide then. We'll leave it up to people no, listening, basically. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's a wrap for the Reaction Pod. So thanks, guys, for joining us. I'm, I'm sure... People listening will have their own thoughts on what we've just said there, but I mean, yeah, pretty pretty solid performance from Sunderland today, and um, gives me a little bit of hope that going into the season we're we're going to be competing. Because to be honest, when I saw the whole team at the start of the day, I was a little bit worried because I thought, well, that's a good side, and we kind of played mm. them off the park regardless of what happened in the end. So. Yeah. Um thanks for joining us lads. It's been a pleasure. If everybody listening could go over to iTunes and give us a rating, that would be lovely. Subscribe on YouTube, whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on. And of course join us through the week as um I think we've got a couple of player interviews coming and also the preview show ahead of next weekend's action. Um who we're playing next weekend? Does anyone want to remind us? Is it Bristol? Bristol Rovers, Rovers. Yeah. Yeah. so we've got the Bristol Rovers game next week. All all the uh build up of that will be coming midweek and of course Go on to roperreport.com as the week progresses, as we've got plenty coming. Um, so, Bonner, thanks for joining us. Nice one. Cheers, Gav. Thanks and Gary, much. thank you very much. And we will catch you all down the road. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.